Welcome to another episode of Successful Inventing. I'm your host, Ken Johnson. Welcome. Today we're going to discuss a provisional patent application. Today we'll talk about what a PPA is and when is the best time for you as an inventor to file a PPA. So let's get into it. Well, a PPA, as it's often called, stands for a Provisional Patent Application. A Provisional Patent Application, or PPA, is not an actual patent uh, application in the true sense. What a PPA is, is basically a placeholder. It's what you file when you want to secure an early date for a utility application that will follow. So in other words, let's give you an example. Let's say you file a provisional patent application on August 1st of 2020. And what that means is you have one year from that August 1st date to file your regular utility patent application. And so if, for instance, you file your PPA on August 1st, but you don't file your regular utility application until February 1st the following year, the uh, patent office, once they receive your regular application, will, in essence, look back and give you that August 1st application date, the date of your PPA filing. So this gives you, in this example, roughly six months to prepare your utility application to, uh, during that time, determine it, your invention's marketability. It's, um, you can determine if it has some traction in the market in terms of what people might think of it, if the invention has some potential, while not making it public. Because if you do, you lose that PPA filing date. And in fact, you may lose your opportunity to file a patent at all. So never make your invention public if you intend to file a patent application. But during that time uh, from the filing of the PPA to the filing of the utility application, you can do a number of things as we've talked about. You can determine what it would cost to build uh, the invention. You can create a prototype to make sure it does what you think it will do. You can, under a non-disclosure agreement, present it to various industry experts or people that might uh, have knowledge in that industry. And again, under a confidentiality agreement so that you're not making it public, you can get their input into the viability of the invention and the marketability and so forth. So, filing a PPA is a good way to lock in your application date for your utility application that will follow up to a year later. Now, if you pass that year deadline, you lose that priority date that was set by the filing of the PPA. doesn't mean you can't file a patent application later. It just means you lose that priority date that you established when you filed that PPA. 
So basically, you can think of it this way. A PPA is setting a date for the uh, patent application that will follow later. It sets your priority date. So if someone else comes along um, sometime after you filed your PPA, but before you filed your regular application, and they uh, try to file a patent for the same utility, your priority date will be ahead of theirs. So in essence, you've gotten to the, po to the uh, patent office ahead of them. So that's the, what a PPA is and how it works. It basically sets a priority date and puts you in the front of the line from a date perspective uh, for a utility application that will follow later. So now let's discuss when or if you should file a PPA. Again, you file it. The when is <laughs> you will file it whenever you think you're prepared to move forward with your invention. And what I mean by that is once you've tweaked the idea, you've perhaps developed a prototype and you know it works, it's effective, it's efficient, and perhaps costs less to produce than competing solutions. When you've determined this, that's the time to file your PPA because you know that you're going to want to file a patent application later. So if you're still tweaking your idea, though, and in fact you think there might be changes you may make, then filing a PPA is not what you want to do. You want to wait till you've fleshed out all the nuances of your invention and then file the PPA. Because if you file a PPA before you've fleshed out the invention, you may create aspects of the utility that are not mentioned in the PPA. So your PPA will have no weight uh, because you've, you basically have changed the invention. So make sure you've fleshed it out fully and then file your PPA if in fact that's what you want to do. In a previous ep episode, I talked about patent quote-unquote protection and what it is. I'm not a strong advocate of independent inventors going to the patent office, uh, particularly if they've done so ahead of developing a prototype. Um, but some people feel they need to file a patent. So if you want to do that, a PPA is the way to go. Uh, but I mentioned, I think, in the previous episode, there are a lot of inventions that do not merit the expense and time of filing a patent. So go back into, I think it's episode 8, you can hear about that and uh, get more detail. Uh, but for those of you that truly want to file for a patent application, file a PPA first, get your priority dates set, and then uh, do various things to put yourself in the best position to file that utility application within a year of the PPA filing date. So again, a PPA has its advantages. It, it is not a patent application. It's a provisional patent application. So it, it kind of annoys me when I hear people say they have a, a provisional patent. There is no such thing as a provisional patent. 
It's a provisional patent application. It is not a patent. It in itself will not lead to a patent. You must file a patent application later. So again, bear in mind, it is not a patent in itself. Some people like to file PPAs because it gives them a sense of ownership. And if you're going to start to present your invention to would-be licensees, you have something to show that you own something, even though you don't have a issued patent. And that's a good idea. It could be a good strategy when you're trying to find licensees because your PPA still gives you patent pending status and perceived ownership. So from that perspective, when it comes to marketing your invention, that's another good reason to follow PPA. They're less expensive than a patent. And in many cases, uh, most of you can probably file it yourself. It's not that difficult to do. And uh, you may check the USPTO website. And there are a number of other software packages available in the marketplace to help you and guide you in filing the PPA yourself. You can also go to my website and I, I have information there on PPA filing and software that's available for you to use. Okay, so again, PPA, it can be a very good way to develop perceived ownership and an important thing to do in setting a priority date for your utility application that will follow later. Uh, but again, if you look at episode eight, I believe it is, most of you probably should not be filing patents at all. Uh, but those of you that see that there you have an invention that's truly novel, has a long uh, cycle, in other words, it has a long life ahead of it, then a patent would really be the way to go. Uh, bear in mind, I'm not a patent attorney. I'm not giving you uh, patent advice. Uh, consult your local attorney for that kind of information. I'm just offering general information based on my experience here, but your particular needs, uh, for those, you should consult an attorney. Okay? Thanks again for listening in today. Uh, this is Ken Johnson, and I wish you successful inventing.